0: People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now. Welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF, easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner.
1: Hi everybody. I'm Cheryl and this is Pillow Talk with Cheryl where every week we get together and we get nice and cozy with each other and have intimate conversations about life, love and lust. And it's a time of day where you get to chill out, relax. I hope you're sitting where somewhere comfortable in your house just the way I am. Cuddle up with some pillows or your beloved or maybe your pet and really get real. Get real with yourself, get real with your desires, get real with what you want out of life, out of love, out of every part of your love life. And every week we look at different topics, and today the topic is how long do you want to hold on or fold in the relationship that you're in right now? And Each person has to decide that for themselves, and that's what we're going to be talking about today with Philip Morphew and Anouk Benzikar. Both have incredible, incredible input into it from very different angles, and I'm going to be sharing a lot of my story and the choice that I made to fold versus Philip's, who decided to hold, and why we do these things, and always... I'm going to give you what I call the labor of love. That's coming up in around 20 minutes or so, where I actually will give you some tips on to how you can actually achieve the goals that you have in this present time, in this relationship. And always, it's in a safe zone. This is a safe place. And it's the same thing that happens when I host one of my signature retreats where we get together. Everything that happens here is for us for this moment and you can participate you can always reach out on Facebook as well and we will be going live and now you're seeing Jersey who's come to join the conversation and we're going to just keep it between us and I'm also going to share some of your thoughts because that's what the show is all about very shortly it's going to be an ask Cheryl question every week I share something that somebody asked me because the fact is all our questions well they're kind of similar with each other, and we can learn from each other. I know that's how I learned, and that's how I got where I am today, from learning from people who were wiser than me, people who had experienced, and people who had studied. And now I want to pass that all on to you. So today, let's get real. Let's be here together. And let's talk about how and when to hold or fold. We'll see you real soon. a Talk with Cheryl.
2: Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos, and keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com.
3: Welcome to the sexy lifestyle quickies.
4: We are Carolyn and David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. So, Jeff, how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues?
5: I'll start by saying that I believe open, honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship, not just man, woman, or even sexually speaking, father, son, mother, daughter, friendship, this this, anything. But the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner and it's unspoken, it will, it will literally create some resentment, resentment on the female partner's part, because she's not receiving the satisfaction. And it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner, which will only exacerbate the condition.
4: And certainly talking about it and then finding the solution, like a product like Promiscent that can make love last longer. uh, If you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could help you.
3: Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promescent?
5: I always tell people that the best way to find Promescent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it at a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you.
3: Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
2: Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at cherylbesner.com. That's info at cherylbesner.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, and every week I am here to talk about love, life, and lust with you. This show is all about relating, dating, and mating, and how we can add things up in our lives. And every week I also answer questions from you, and it's the first thing that I want to do today. So get comfortable, listen to this question that was sent in to me, and see if it resonates with you or at any part of your life. So somebody wrote in and said this. Hi, Cheryl. I have assumed, and this is the word assumed, for the last year and a half that my boyfriend and I have been in a committed monogamous relationship. We see each other at least four to five times a week. And only last week did I realize when I asked him about the possibility of moving in together, did he share the fact that while he loves me, he is in no way ready to commit to just one person for life. Now what? J. So as I pointed out, the key question thing or the the key word here was assume. Don't assume anything in life, whether you're single or you're married, don't assume things about your partner. That's where communication comes in. Communication is about asking the questions. And my question is, why didn't you ask these questions? And when we are developing relationships, we should know what our long-term goals are and they should be discussed. Did you ever ask him if he's seeing anybody else? And that's one of the things when it comes to our dating life and new relationships that sometimes people are embarrassed to ask. You know, do we want to be committed? Are we monogamous with each other? Are we becoming exclusive? You have to ask the questions. And I will tell you something, ladies. Men will answer your questions. They will tell you the way it is. So ask the questions. As for where you stand right now, well, this is something that you have to work out with. If you need any more information, you can also call me 844-744-SOLO. I am here all the time to answer your questions. And the only thing that I can say in this particular case is if he is telling you that he is not ready... It's not because he wasn't honest. It's because that's where he is. And a lot of people forget or don't want to believe what somebody's telling them. So please believe what he's telling you and don't think that you can change him. All right. Now, one of the things that I also like to share every week is a little quote. And this is always a quote from myself. And this one Well, it's pertaining to the question that was asked, and my quote of the week is, Assumption is the demise of every conversation. You're never going to win it, so ask the questions. Coming up, I'm going to also be sharing with you a labor of love, which is a technique we do every week on the show that helps you kind of achieve the goals, anything that you want to, whether it's your love life or business. All these tips are different things that will help you progress and move forward in your life and with your goals. So I invite you to stay tuned. And like I said, get comfortable. This is the time where it's, you know, eight o'clock at night, you want to just relax, pour yourself a glass of wine or a cup of tea and join this conversation. And right now, I want to take this moment to introduce you to my first guest. This is a gentleman that I met a few years ago, and we decided that we wanted to do a when to hold or fold show because we both have experienced the decision whether or not to stay in a relationship, and both ended up with different results. He happens to be a wonderful healer, and he's gonna be joining me as a regular guest on this show where we are going to have what we're gonna call wise whispers from down under. And it's not down under, maybe the way you're thinking. It's down under because he's from Australia. He's also written a book called Soulful Reflections. It's part of an incredible series that's going to be coming out. Welcome to the show, Philip.
6: Hi, Cheryl. Uh, welcome, listeners. And it's great to be snuggled up next to pillows <laughs> in my imagination. Oh, gushy. <laughs> I hope everyone how- is comfortable tonight.
1: Philip happens to be coming to us from L.A. because he has just been on tour with his new book, the first of the series of four books, all soulful reflections and various other titles, all being soulful. And Philip, you and I met uh, at a time where you were questioning your marital status, and I was just getting out of my marriage. And uh, like two ships, uh, we didn't pass in the night. We actually connected out in that uh, beautiful ocean of life. So it's, what a great opportunity to share our stories with each other and with uh, the people out there listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl.
6: Absolutely, Cheryl. It was, uh, it was a very interesting time. Um, I was on, uh, I guess I was in a, a place of reflection, which is I what I do a lot, and the reflection of wondering what relationship was about um, and it was more again I I, I wasn't assuming that I was in a state of confusion of where my partner was and where I was at the time and we had a number of quite a few years under the belt we have four children together and yeah <laughs> and I guess and uh, I. Oh, it was good. It was spread out, very strategically uh, conceived, I guess. But it was um, one of those times where it was. I mean, there was a time there as do I stay, do I go, am I receiving what I want in the relationship, is the level of intimacy. When I talk about intimacy in this case, it's not. It wasn't the sexual intimacy, it was general intimacy. Um, and as much as I was feeling that, I'm absolutely positive my wife was feeling the same. I think we would both neglected each other a little bit. Um,
1: I think uh, a lot of people go through that in a relationship. You know, we get married, uh, some of us in our 20s or 30s, and we're building careers, and then we're building families, and we're building homes. Like we're in the building process. Absolutely. And when you're in that building frenzy sometimes, you forget to... Take the time to build the blocks and see what needs real attention at the time. And if you you just patch up that foundation, you keep building up the the sides of the walls of that house.
6: I think I think Cheryl, it's 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 even more than just time. I think it's truly investing, and the investing is because you know these days people live incredibly busy lives, but it's like being totally focused with your partner and, and being present there for them and in that energetic space of where, you know, the nonverbal communications where you, you you can recognize that or you just get that sense, that feeling that, you know, something's not quite right or we're not getting um, that right connection or, you know, it, it, where you're not realizing that, oh, my God, you know, my wife's had a day with four of the, the kids, she's tired, she's um, she's exhausted, they've been drained her. I've been working clinically for 10, 12 hours a day. I've come home, I'm tired, I'm exhausted um, and drained. And I think at that time, I think we both, both felt a little uh, in need of some TLC or just a nice hug or something versus that moment you get there and then all of a sudden something distracts you. You know, something and, takes you away from it. And all of a sudden, that moment has evaporated.
1: Right. And that distraction is all the different elements of our life. But we forget that sometimes the main distraction should be the attraction. And The attraction, the attraction to our partner. Mm-hmm. And without that, well, that's where you get to a place where you're deciding whether to hold or to fold. So I, I think one of the key things is that you and I, the difference is that, I knew, and I saw, and I kept trying to nurture for a certain amount of time, and then the flicker died. Like, it was just gone. But I think one of the things that we're going to talk about today is how to keep stoking that fire, right? Yeah, absolutely. As long as there's a little flicker, because if we think of a fire, if we think of a fire, you, if you see that little ember and you blow on it and you gently caress it, that flyer is going to just go <laughs> Right. Yep. But in the meantime, it's going to need that nurturing. Coming up, we are going to continue talking about this to hold or to fold with another guest, Anouk Benzakar, who you can see is going to be joining us any minute. And we're also going to share a labor of love technique for the week, all here to help you achieve your goals. And if you need any support, don't forget to call 844-744-SOLO or you can reach out to me on all my social medias through cherylbesner.com. I'm here spreading the love with you on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. Be right back.
7: How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network
6: Are you ready for uncensored talk about sex, relationships, and more? Then listen for Tammy's Playhouse. Host Tammy and her occasional co-host Dan will break it down for you with some great advice, words to make you feel comfortable, and even some humor to hopefully make you laugh until you pee. Forget insecurities. We're all in the same boat here. Just enjoy the ride. Tammy's Playhouse is broadcast every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at cherylbesner.com. That's info at cherylbesner.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk.
1: When to hold or fold on your relationship. These are tips that we want to share with you as to when to hold on to it and when to decide to walk away. And these are decisions only you can make. And it's something that I want you to remember when you're thinking about leaving your relationship. And that relationship could be your job, by the way. Hmm. But. Listen to yourself, follow your intuition, and I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit later what some of you said about this very topic on Facebook, so stay tuned and stay with us. In the meantime, I want to remind you that you can follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. You can find it all at CherylBesner.com. The links are all there. This show is all about relating, dating, and mating, and having intimate conversations together together about life, love, and lust. And today, I am joined continually with Philip Morphew. Philip, we're going to keep talking about this. Oh,
6: yeah.
1: And Philip, by the way, is a healer, and he also wrote the book, Soulful Reflections. And joining us now is the beautiful and wonderful Anouk Benzikar. She is a family, uh, practicing family lawyer as well as mediator. And you you have some experience of your own to share not just the professional side of it as well, right? Right. So, so welcome to the show, Anu. Thanks, Carol. Thanks for having me. So so here's where we stand right now. It's like, how do people decide in a relationship? And like I said, it could be even about your job. When enough is enough. Now, myself, I was in therapy for five years with my ex-husband, Uh over four different therapists, because I wanted to make sure there was no regrets. I turned everything upside down, and I read every book out there about making a choice to divorce or not to divorce, and this is partially why I ended up doing what I do now. It intrigued me to find out all the different information, and also to find my own way through it, and my own techniques through it. And uh, that led me to coaching, which I'm so happy. (laughs) I mean, I'm not happy about the divorce, but I I am happy for all that I've learned from sharing. And today we're sharing with Philip and Anouk. And uh, so let's let's go right away. Anouk, you see this a lot. I mean, this is your practice. And people come to you and they need to know, am I doing the right thing? I'm sure you face this all the time. And what do you tell them? Well, by the time people
4: come to me, usually they've already made the decision to leave their spouse. What I always recommend is to really have great communication and make certain that this is what they want. I also highly recommend mediation, which I also do. The reason being, when two people have loved each other and they right away go and see lawyers they start fighting over each glass, each spoon, and everything becomes very important. Whereas when you go to mediation, you take charge of your own destiny. You work together in order to amicably break up, if that's possible, or at least civilly. So from my experience, I've been on both sides of the table, and I am divorced. And it was a pretty horrible divorce, unfortunately. And that's what led me to become a mediator so I went back to school and got retrained so that I could do mediation and people wouldn't have to go through what I went through and essentially not leave the aspects of their life that are the most important to them up to a judge so you know your retirement savings your children and custody and Mm -hmm. all of these important
1: things not to leave it up to a judge. And it's it's a tormenting time, and especially if you're the one pushing the button, and and that's why so many people then question, am I doing the right thing? Because, you know, the weight of it, and I I would say you would know, uh, Anouk, and and I'm sure, Philip, you too, through your practice, and I know definitely through mine, it's usually one person. It's not very often both people want out at the same time. Is that your
4: experience? Well, usually it is one person, and I would say that a lot of times, the person who initiates it is very worried not to rock the boat too much. They don't want to anger their partners. So they're worried to really go for all of what they're entitled to go for. And at the end of the day, the law is there to protect us. You have laws that protect married people. But here in Quebec, unlike the rest of Canada, we don't have common law spouses. If you live together with someone and you're not married, you're not protected by the law. You're essentially roommates. You're single in the eyes of the law. And if you're married, then there are obligations and protections. Um, what, ab- what about in Australia?
1: Is that the same kind of it, thing that's happening in down under?
6: No, in Australia, when look, when I go down under, or no, I am down under. Sorry. <laughs> uh, watch we, it. Watch we,
1: it. This is actually like network.
6: <laughs> we actually, um, again, it's a lot harder to get divorced in Australia. I mean, it takes it take it really the whole process can take you know a well and truly over. Uh, twelve months, you've got to be separated for twelve months.
1: Oh, that's the same here.
6: But also, but also, if you're living with someone in Australia, there's a period of time where a de facto relationship is seen as uh, as a committed relationship. So, there, a lot of people start to think and and wonder, am I? going to be like a lot of men and also a lot of women if they have something behind them, they're a little concerned when someone moves in at first because maybe they've been bitten before or maybe they've had their fingers burnt before. but you know it's 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 a challenge anywhere. And like Anuk was saying that um, you know it comes from communication and it's like the people fighting over the glasses. It's not the glasses they're fighting over or the chair or the painting. No. It's, what about me? Why didn't you love it? I've got to, I want to make a point here. I that's want to right. make a point. And I think that's where that comes from. Wouldn't you think, Anouk?
4: Absolutely. I think a lot of people place importance on stuff, on these mm. things. Either it's revenge or it's hurt or they attach certain sentimental value to certain things and that becomes the end all be all. And... I think that at the end of the day, if you can have a harmonious relationship as much as possible once you decide to terminate your relationship, that's the best gift you can give yourself and your children.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that everybody hopes for. I mean, when you do get divorced, you're hoping. And I and I know from experience, from my own experience, and the people that I work with and the people who come to my retreats, when they're healing their best of intentions was to have a smooth transition to, to really not rock the boat and to have the children as the focus of all the love and caring and nurturing and, and taking care of. But unfortunately for many, and uh, like Anouk said I, myself, it was not easy. But you talk about it. You you hope that it's going to be that way, and then at some point you might even have to take that fold and just put it into a cupboard and just completely close the drawer and lock it away. And and that happens as well for many people. And uh, you just hope that the healing will continue for that each individual person. But I think right now we're talking really about regret or not having the regret and knowing you're doing as much as you can to securely decide that you're doing the right thing, whether it's to stay or to leave. Now, for me, as I said, the fire was completely out. Like I just watched that last little flicker just go and go and go. And I did some of the techniques that I'm going to share shortly in the labor of love that I'm going to share in the next segment. But you, Philip, you stoked that fire. I you- did. I,
6: I, our our ember as You said the ember was small. It was there, and and you know, I the, the thread of love. And I've always loved my wife, and and I know she's always loved me. But everything had gotten in the way, and we still had that thread. And we both started at the point that we started. Investing and gently blowing on the amber and getting that fire going, and it came from being able to listen, to be compassionate, to understand, to be kind, to to bring down the walls, and to be able to say, "I am sorry, my darling," and and for Maria to say the same thing to me, and we we in that we were able to start to build bridges together, and 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 I'm really happy to say that I'm more in love today than I have been. I'm as much in love today as I was when I first saw my wife for the very first time. And it was love at first sight. And it's beautiful and and, and it's there and it's reciprocated. And, you know, I feel very blessed. And I am so damn glad that I fought for it. And I'm so glad Maria fought for it. And we finally came to that point where we were able to reconnect at the right level. Right.
1: And I think, you, I think you just said a very key word, and that's fight for it. Mm-hmm. And whether you fight and you lose in the end, or you fight and you win. And by the way, when I say lose, I just mean lose the relationship because yes. you don't lose. Because if you're doing what you need to do, you're yeah. doing the right thing for yourself. Absolutely. Right? But you fight. And at least if you know that you kept trying, then there shouldn't be any regret because you've done everything that's why what I what I really highly recommend
4: is if there is that spark and if there is that possibility to make a relationship work, go for it. Yeah. Once you see that it's really impossible, before you start with lawyers, I would think the best thing to do is to try mediation because at least that way you're not necessarily going to fight. Right. So there's fighting and then there's fighting. You fight for a relationship or you can fight each other in court. But the one place where you're not going to fight is in mediation. Right. Select a mediator that's very conciliatory. And if you do
1: need an attorney, try to pick one who is known for settling. So what do you need to make choices and change your life? Coming up, I'm going to share... A little labor of love that's going to help you do exactly what Anouk and Philip are talking about. It's something that I use with all my clients, and I think it's something that is practical and that you will be able to use. So stick around, don't go away. Right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl, the conversation continues.
3: You're listening to the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network.
8: This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? 5 separate playrooms Dozens of meet and greets aimed at various Cultural and sexual orientations Themed dance parties every night And all upper decks are clothing optional Find out about the Bliss experience On the two upcoming Bliss charters In 2019 This April is the 5 night Celebrity Infinity Cruise And next November 2019 Will be 7 nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises And we know that sparks will fly in your cabin Remember, our cruises sell out fast, so be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977, or visit lifestylecruising.com.
7: How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at Cherylbesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B E S N E R dot Now back to Pillow Talk.
1: This is Pillow Talk with Cheryl on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And today we're talking about how to know when to hold or fold on the relationship that you're in right now. And again, we're talking about our love lives, but we can also be referring to this when it comes to your business life, because we all know that things do sometimes have an expiration date. So have you reached the expiration date or not? And we've been talking with Philip Morphew and Anouk Benzikar, who have been joining me, two professionals and two different perspectives and also different in the sense that we are all divorced, I am divorced and chose to walk away. Sorry, Philip is not divorced. We are all in relationships, is what I should have said. And yeah. <laughs> he's going, oh my God, Bill and my wife... <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm divorced. I chose to leave my marriage and um, it took time. Anouk left her marriage and it took time for her as well. Yeah. And Philip decided to stay. So... Before we get into the conversation again, one of the things that I always like to do is to share with you one of the techniques that I use with my clients to decide. And it's just one way to look at things and to make a decision as to whether or not you want to hold or fold. So what I'm going to invite you to do is this. Think about the relationship you're in right now, but think about it when you first fell in love with that person. I want you to imagine the day that you were sitting, whether you were driving a car or you were walking along the street, and you said, I love this person. And at that time, you knew why you love them. You remembered all the different traits and all the different characteristics and all the different values and morals that that person had that made you want to be with that person, to witness each other's lives, to walk hand in hand together. And now, where you are now, take the time and write down those characteristics. What did that image look like to you? Where were you? And what did it feel like? And what were those traits that just held your attention and made you want to commit? And then I want you to put that list, that story away for a couple days And then I want you to go back to it and see if that person still has those qualities. Because while you're in the middle of an argument, you might not see them. But if you take the time to reflect and remind yourself why you fell in love and not focus on the arguments and the things that are going on now or the pressures of the job and the children, if you go back to that day where you knew start asking yourself if those qualities are still there. And if they are, then you start the next step. And kind of like Philip was saying, and I'm going to invite both my guests now back into this conversation, go back in time and then tell that person how you feel, what you loved about them, and what you want to put back into the relationship. And if that means that one of the things that you loved about your partner was the way they used to come up and hold your face in their hands, then I invite you to maybe do that to your partner and remind him or her how much that meant to you and start from there. Because the fact is, that's how it comes back. And sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. right
6: <laughs> sometimes you just got to you've just got to suck it up and let your pride suck up your pride as a male and um and, and and just let let that wall go down and forget the pain forget the hurt and forget the neglect from both sides like we it, it's always two people it's not just one there's always mm-hmm. two people that are that are involved and to be able to just you know what i'm just going to be love mm. be kind be considerate be generous be, understanding. be generous be thoughtful to be and that that they're always good little bridges for people and that works beautifully with the way that your exercise works Cheryl and I mean i, I actually was wiping tears out of my eyes because i was remembering and i remember the very first time i met maria and my wife and you know i, I knew the next day that I was going to marry her and before I met her, I was a, a young man with a lot of different interests. We'll just put it this way. But I knew she was then my main.
4: Mm. Well, I think that what Philip says is really interesting because if you are thoughtful and kind and you put your ego away in a drawer and you really behave selflessly, mm. that's where you can decide whether to hold or fold because if your partner responds in the same manner then you can start building but if you see that that person just takes and takes and takes your answer is pretty much made for
1: you
7: right
1: because there are things that change over time and and you know people don't change your basic makeup is not going to change what changes is when you start to grow and that's what your your partner witnesses they see you start to grow But the fact is that sometimes people grow in opposite directions, where one person's life is taking off in one way, and it doesn't meet the lifestyle of the other one. Because remember, I'm always talking about lifestyles, values, and goals. If your goal might be to have a long-term relationship, but your lifestyle isn't going to match now, that's where people tend to separate a lot. I'm asking you to go back to the basic values of a person, Mm -hmm. the basic characteristics Absolutely. and hold on to the good stuff because it's so easy to focus on the bad stuff but think about think about your relationship like facebook nobody puts crap on there right everybody puts on the perfect picture
6: wrong angles you know wake up in the morning but you know most so people uh, no, be,
1: but most people, I mean, very few people put, put out there, I had the worst day and this is what I look like that, you know, selfies are made to look good that I never put selfies because I'm so bad at them. But that's just the same thing. Think of your relationship or trying to work through the relationship in the same way. And, and look, I think statistically, there are quite a lot of people who enter into mediation or divorce who end up back together again, right? Well, I have to tell you, that
4: I have a very short, interesting story about that. Many years ago, I had a file where there was... Oh, so, this was so this is like the X-Files. Now we're in the X-Files, okay? Okay. So, okay. Um, and so he was about 65 years old, and he kept telling me, I love my wife, I don't want a divorce, I don't want a divorce. And I kept telling opposing counsel, my client really wants to make it work with your client. To make a long story short, he refused opposing counsel, and we got a divorce, and everything was done. Six months later, they got back together. Mm. So my two cents with the people is don't see a lawyer unless you're absolutely certain that you want a divorce. Unless it's just to get legal advice. But if it's to actually start proceedings, make sure that that's what you want. Because once you go down that road, each lawyer is going to fight
1: for their client. And that's where it's very hard to come back from that. I think a lot of it, Philip, you talk about this often also is to go back to the heart. And, yes. and I always say that often, and you were talking about ego, that often people get into their head when they're making these decisions and they, they, they listen to, you know, the logistics of it, but they don't go into their heart. And that's what the exercise that I was talking about at the beginning of this segment, for those of you who missed it, go back and listen, um, t- you know, helps you. To go back to the heart yes. of your, you've relationship. got to
6: get out of your head, Cheryl. It's it's because it's the head stuff is all reactionary.
1: Mm-hmm. We react
6: to it. We we and, and it's not actually the adult in us. Most of most of the people who react within us is the little Philip or the little Cheryl or the little Nook when when we were we were a child and somehow the relationship with parents or, or was maybe not balanced or unbalanced or we didn't get love. Um, And that's the one that reacts within us. And it's recognizing that and getting out of the head, coming back to the heart and asking what is true and real, not perceived in here.
1: So you've gone through that with this relationship? Oh, but little Philip and I have <laughs>
6: I had a a divorce with little Philip. Then we got back together. And now little Philip and I have a nice relationship with each other. Do you have a pre hub <laughs> Well I, I said you mate, if you don't if you don't support me from the inside out, I've got to go. And he said, where's he gonna go without me? I'm not sure. <laughs> sure. I think
1: you have to do some soulful reflections on you that. You've
6: got to do lots of soulful reflections. And, and you know, what? with the, my book Soulful Reflections is when you flick through it, you're going to have a page that speaks to you. There are going to be words there that connect to your heart. They may even answer the question that is running around in your head and may help you if you end up in the situation where you're having to go and get mediation with a nook or someone. And mediation, by the way, is a great Right process, yeah. Right process. Whether whether
1: it's mediation, whether it's therapy, whether it's whatever you do, do it it, together. And and here's another little tip that that um, you might appreciate is sometimes it's easier to have conversations with each other where you sit side by side, shoulder to shoulder, but in the opposite direction, and you can make a choice to you share one day, and they just have to listen. And the next day the other person shares. This is a great technique also for really listening to your partner and yet not getting emotionally connected onto you know because of the visuals and because what their face may be doing that triggers you emotionally to react to it. So when you sit shoulder to shoulder, where you're really touching each other and you face opposite directions. Wait till you see the magic that happens. Mm-hmm. We got a little bit more magic to come up. Uh, and uh, we're also going to discuss what you and some of you share on Facebook and your ideas about holding and folding. And also, as always, the show is going to end up with a little bit of pillow talk. It's my little thought for the week something for you to hold on to and process and hopefully it will inspire you to do something and we're going to talk about that right now coming up on Pillow Talk with Cheryl speak to you in a couple minutes
2: Sexy is back and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen... Learn and live sexy
0: Listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at Cherylbesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B E-S-N-E-R.com. Now back to Pillow Talk.
1: Hi everybody, Cheryl, your relationship coach and the host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And I'm in studio right now with Philip Morphew who is talking to us from L.A. on route back home to down under to Australia and as well with Anouk Benzikar who is a mediation and family lawyer here in Quebec. Now, we're talking about when to hold or fold and whether to hold or fold in your relationship and some of the things that you can do. And we've shared some tips with you on to how you can make that decision and maybe relook at your love life and your relationships and decide to soak that fire some more and get the flames going or not. And there's been some practical tips that we've been sharing. And I have some comments actually from people you at home, who reach out on Facebook and answer the questions. And please remember, keep in touch with me on Facebook, on Instagram. I love sharing your thoughts. I love speaking with you. This is why we are here, to have these intimate conversations about life, love, and lust. So your comments, uh, Philip, I'm sure you're going to appreciate some of them. Um, Victoria said, Hold on to someone that listens to you, looks out for you, goes out of their way to support you in whatever way is needed. Hold on to someone that is not caught up in the materialism, likes to spend time doing things together and can be free on an activity like skiing or going to movies. Hold on to someone who buys you your favorite flowers or candy just because. And that's a really important one. Just because that they do those things. It's not about the big ticket. It's about the little things that are going to hold you together. Carmen said, listen to your intuition. It's a real rarely wrong. And that is a big one. And it's something that I know Anuk wanted to touch on and I know Philip and I have discussed it before also, mm-hmm. that what sometimes holds us back from listening to our intuition and what that is, is four letters. Fear. And fear actually is false evidence of actual reality. So let's talk about the reality. What are those fears and those?
4: (coughs) Well, I think people are really scared to be on their own, but more than that, people are scared they're gonna lose out. What if their partner is stronger than them and beats them in court? I think at the end of the day, fear makes you choose wrongly. You end up making the wrong choice. And so out of fear, you can either settle or you can fight too hard. And you don't really listen to your intuition, as Carmen was saying, if you listen to your intuition and your mind forces you not to be scared,
1: you will make the right choice, in my opinion. And and fear is not always about the money. Fear is often, especially as we oh, get a little older in life. life. Yeah, it, it often is about being alone and oh. not finding someone and that's where the sense of self and, and what you do a lot Philip and, and what I do and what we work on is that sense of self and, and knowing that you have value and knowing your value when you know it you don't question whether somebody's going to be there because you know that when you are ready you can call and, in that partner.
6: And you radiate when it, it, absolutely and, and Cheryl and, and all the points are so valid and when you know who you are, you can actually you're actually okay on your own if you need uh-huh. to be you're calm, you're peaceful and when you listen to your intuition, the, at the flip side, most of the time it's always told you that maybe the relationship was never going to work in the first place
4: <laughs>
6: With, like I've seen that clinically I've seen it in my practice time after time I, even my own brother and I'm going to use him as an example and I love you Robert, if you're listening but he's had a we love you, Robert. <laughs> he's had a relationship, uh, a torturous journey over the years. But when I asked him when, he, when his first um, marriage ended, I said, when did you know that it wasn't right? And he goes, um, when I was standing at the altar. Mm-hmm. And See? 18 years later, that divorce, that, that uh, marriage ended. And I asked her, uh, one of my female uh, clients and patients, and I said to her in her situation, when did you realise that the marriage was not going to work? And she goes, when I was in the car going to the church. And I said, what happened? She said, my father said, it's okay to get out of it. If you don't want to get through it, go now. Go now if you don't. She goes, no, uh, uh, it'll be okay. I think I can make it work. Wrong words, I think I can make it work. You can either make it work or you don't make it work. You've got to commit and you've got to be absolutely 100% in it. To do it. If you're half in it, you can't be half married.
1: No. Married. You Definitely. can't think. You have to do things. I mean, to that's do what it. it comes down to. You have to do. And that's what, it, do. what we all know. And I will tell you that myself as well. I knew that the qualities that were lacking in my relationship when I got divorced were the things that were lacking when we were dating. And ultimately I made a a life choice and and I love my partner. I still love him to this day. He's the father of my children. But the compatibility of our lifestyles and our values and our ultimate goals were not necessarily the same because emotionally your goals have to match as well. And if you want to be really super connected to somebody and the other person doesn't or vice versa, that can be a two. I wanna thank both of oh sorry Philip, I was just
6: going to say the compatibility and the livability.
1: Right. You know? I, wanna, I do want to thank you both for coming on the show today and for sharing. Philip, people can reach you and get your book through your website.
6: Uh, they can get, me, get my book from amazon.com or they can follow me on Instagram, which is um, at Philip Morphew, and it's just P-H-I-L-I-P-M-O-R-P-H-E-W. And you can send me a private message. I'd love to hear from you.
1: And he and I know he means that. <laughs> so please do reach out to him. And Anuk, how can people reach you? Well, I have a website,
4: uh, Anuk. What is my website? I think it's Sorry, abmediation.ca. I'm also on the
1: divorceangels.ca
4: or lawyer.com.
1: And by the way, Divorce Angels is a great little site for people who want to know different ways and all about divorce. So that's something you can... Can find online. So, thank you both for joining me and um, for sharing all this information with those out there who are joining us tonight. Thank you. It's always all about when to hold or fold. And um, some of us fold and some of us fold. So, choice is up to you. What do you want to do? And now, As always, this is when Pillow Talk gets real intimate. This moment is for you. It's a little thought, a premonition for you to think about, a perspective for you to worry or not worry about, and it's something to just reflect on all week until we meet again. And there are words that I write for you every week that hopefully triggers some kind of inspiration, something that just makes the light go off like the fire that a flame some more. So I invite you to take a deep breath. And if you're with somebody, separate a little bit. Take this moment for yourself. You can close your eyes or not. And these words will be on my website that you can find after sure on CherylBezza.com. So if you want to reflect back or listen again. So I'm going to put on my glasses and I'm going to read this. And this is called the fire of my desire. I see the embers flickering, the fire that lives within me is still ready to burn, igniting every ounce of my being with purposeful flashes. There is no limit to my light and the heat that I can summon from within. I hold a torch in my hand and I will stoke my fire till the flames dance with passion like a tango. I see the colors of my soul, scarlet red that grounds me to the earth, Golden yellow allows me to explore my sensuality and flow like honey. I will not let the orange yield to my power. I will not be green with envy, but instead will give way to love. Blue sparks dazzle like fireflies swirling in the dark night, hypnotic, energizing. My constant reminder that I might speak my truth and I must speak my truth. My flame is at its core to rise and blaze in bliss. I can see through the purple haze of clear vision, intuition of how my love will be. I release to the universe to guide me. I feel desire. I long for my fire to burn strong. I will not surrender my lust for life, allowing it to turn to ash. I will burst with light. I will come and invite you to share. Who I am, with me, come sit by my side. Can you feel my heat? See the beauty of my dancing flames. Listen to the sounds of my warm beating heart. I will forever embrace the fire of my desire with love. Wow. So thank you all for joining me tonight, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Don't forget, Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I am always there giving out free advice, things that maybe will help you get through something that you might be faced with and challenging right now. Also, say at the end of the show, there is a promo contest for you from the Sexy Lifestyle Network, so you might not want to miss that. And remember, next week I will be here again with another great show. And I look forward to you chiming in sharing where you are because this show is all about you your love your life your lust the relationships that you have so in the meantime remember practice that labor of love and keep it simple and stimulating because we all know it's all about that kiss good night everybody this is cheryl on pillow talk with cheryl see you next week
3: Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing, and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like.
0: Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great Pillow Talk.